Time now for The Real Estate Connection with Stephen Thayard, a realtor and certified probate and real estate specialist. Whether you're a first-time homebuyer or a seasoned investor looking to downsize, move up, or refinance, this program is for you. sales to landscape design to home repairs and maintenance this is your weekly look into all things real estate now your host for the real estate connection Stephen Thayard hey well howdy everybody and welcome to another episode of the real estate connection I'm so glad that y'all could join me today Hey, if you're listening for the first time and you don't want to miss another episode, check us out on Apple Podcasts. Just look for the Real Estate Connection. Just type that on in and you'll find a logo that's blue that says the Real Estate Connection and yours truly pictured in there with a gray cowboy hat. Um, you are brought to you. We are brought to you by uh, Good Patriot Realty, a salute to home ownership. If you have any real estate related residential questions, feel free to give me a call at 408-472-0817. Again, 408-472-0817. And you can subscribe to the podcast either directly on my website now um, uh, by uh, creating an account, um, or you can subscribe through one of the other service providers that we are plugged into, including Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. That's right. Um, and again, uh, sponsored by Good Patriot Realty, a salute to home ownership, California DRE number 01700019. So without any further ado, what's the title and the subject of today's uh, podcast? That is what you need to know about HOAs. That's right. Um, homeowners associations, they are a part of our everyday life here in the United States of America. Whether you are living in a planned unit development, meaning single family homes, maybe in a gated community, or maybe you're living in a townhouse complex or a condominium, uh, there are a lot of living uh, situations in the United States of America where a homeowners association is involved. And so this podcast will give you a heads up on whether you are a buyer looking to buy into a homeowners association a seller getting ready to sell out of a homeowners association or whether you are just an owner in a homeowners association and what you need to know as being an owner as well. This covers everything soup to nuts and I hope you'll stay tuned and listen to what we have to say. So we're going to get started right away here. Yeah, we've all heard the horror stories about homeowners associations, you know, where you've got restricted colors and more in the last few years, you've even had um, them restricting your ability to fly an American flag. And then you have to get approval for all sorts of changes, whether outside or inside of your home. And so these can be some of the downsides that people um, think about when uh, the word HOA or the letters HOA comes to mind. However, there are benefits that people are looking for in an HOA as well, and that's uniformity. Um, some people like for their area to look a certain way and keep that look and feel for the entire time that they are living in the development. Also, um, proper maintenance of the community is another thing. Uh, you're paying for someone to maintain the common areas, whether that be a courtyard or maybe that be a green belt or a golf course or clubhouses. 
Um, and then there's, you know, in your opinion, no wild or crazy colors in the neighborhood, um, which tends to uh, keep the value of how the neighborhood is and attracts a certain uh, type of buyer or investor to the area. Um, we have uh, homeowners associations that support pools and clubhouses, tennis courts, playgrounds, especially if you have a family. Um, and maybe you want to have access to a pool, but you don't want it in your backyard and you don't want to have to maintain it. Uh, community pools, parks, and basketball courts. So there's all sorts of positives to a homeowners association, as well as what some people would call negatives to a homeowners association. So we're going to cover the first section, and that is what do you need to know if you're getting ready to purchase a home, condo, townhouse in an HOA? My first bit of advice to you is read the HOA documents provided as part of this, the disclosure from the seller. Now, you're thinking, hey, that's a lot of information. Did you see the stack of paperwork that I just got? It's about an inch thick and it's just full of stuff. And it's right, it can be overwhelming, but I'm gonna help you come up with a strategy to approach how do you look at um, the homeowners association docs or documents that we call it, we call them docs in the business. Did you guys get those HOA docs I sent you the other day, right? To the consumer homeowners association documentation. All right. So to make it easy, go for the uh, low hanging fruit or the easy to swallow information first. It should be categorized. There'll be a list of things that you can read. Go to the basic rules for like parking, right? Find out where you park your cars. If you can have, uh, 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 what do you call it? An, an, an RV, a recreational vehicle parked in your on in front of your house or by your house because again these are gated communities and they're going to have rules regarding parking uh see about visitation and how many cars you can have just look for like basic rules that you're personally interested interested in as it relates to you buying the property also look for stuff like clubhouse usage or pool usage things things that you're curious about that'll help you start the process of digesting information. Also look at how, what, what requirements there are in order to improve the property. So maybe you've purchased something that um, is a little bit cheaper because it requires some updates, uh, maybe to the kitchen interior. There may be rules, especially in a condo, um, where you have to go through uh, an architectural improvement committee uh, before you can make these improvements to the in the internal um, structure of the of the unit, um, or if you're at looking to add square footage to your home, things of that nature. So look and read items that you're absolutely interested in. All right, and then if you're looking to maybe uh, use the property as a rental, as an investment property uh, in the future, uh, skim through the details in. Um, in the uh, HOA documentation to see whether or not you're allowed to move out and rent the property. A few years back, um, I had a client who sold his condo and um, a lot of people that were looking to purchase the condominium wanted to buy it as an investment property and rent it out. But the homeowners association did not allow any investment ownership 
in the condo um, buildings at all. So it really uh, hamstrung the ability to get the property sold because so many people wanted to buy it as an investment property at the time and they couldn't rent it out. They just couldn't do it. So um, it's important to look at those issues. Also, one of the biggest issues you're going to want to look at relates to money. All right. And so money is important because it's a resource that can be scarce and hard to obtain. And so you're going to read the homeowners association documentation uh, in regards to money in two different ways. The first way is you're going to read the minutes. Every time there's a meeting at an HOA, they have minutes. And in those minutes, they'll mention things like, hey, we need to repave the parking lot next year. It's going to cost X amount of dollars. We have the money to do it or we don't have the money to do it. If we don't have the money to do it, we're going to look to all of the owners in the uh, development to kick in some extra money to pay for the new parking area and that could you could fill in the blank and any in that in that in that um scenario with any type of issue whether it's balconies exterior paint clubhouse roof uh parking structure overhangs for carports fill in the gap you are going to want to read the minutes to see whether or not there is going to be any outflow of big dollars for maintenance and whether or not the association has the money to pay for it or they're going to ask the homeowner or the person living in the development to pay for it. Okay, so that's very important because if you're budgeted in, say, $350 a month for a homeowners association and then you see that in a year it's going to go up 100 bucks, and now it's going to be $450 a month, it may not be something you want to buy into, right? That's very important. You need to read regarding um, money issues. Now, what is the second money issue that you need to be looking for when you are reading homeowners association documentation if you're getting ready to buy into a development? And that's to see what their cash reserves are. You need to read and see if the homeowners association is managing well the money that they are receiving. Are they putting are they putting money aside every month to save for a rainy day? Have they invested that money? Is it growing? Is there hardly anything in their accounts? Are there are they spending everything they have? Are they talking about maybe a big expenditure in the future that they don't have the money for? Again, these issues are very important when you're getting ready to move into a development that has a homeowners association because it can affect your fixed cost of living. Now, when we're purchasing real estate, generally speaking, you're going to get a fixed interest rate, which is going to fix your cost of living over time. So you can count on that for the next 30 years. And in the environment we're in, if interest rates go down, you maybe even see that cost drop if you can refinance. But if you buy into a homeowners association where there are monthly fees, that number, you need to see if it's going to stay fixed for a long period of time or if it's going to increase. And you need to plan for that when you go in to into the development, right? So 
those are important things that you need to look into um, for buying into a homeowners association. All right. Now we're going to look at if you already live in a development that has a homeowners association, right? Just like all other forms of home ownership, maintenance is important and you have to be personally involved, right? If you own a house, you're trimming the exterior of the home, you're maintaining it, uh, whether it needs new paint, new carpet, new flooring, um, you get a leak in the um, in your roof, you've got to repair it. Um, if you've got a leak under the sink or you have to replace plumbing issues or toilets, whatever, all that stuff is part of home maintenance for a homeowner. But if you're in a homeowners association, you have to think that this is also part of your maintenance, right? You need to stay involved. Do not just move in, pay your HOA dues, and go about living your life and for, and set it and forget it, all right? That's not a good way of living in a place that has a homeowners association. You need to either be attending the meetings or reading at the very minimum, reading the minute minutes from the meeting every month so you can see things as they're moving or changing. And if you don't like the direction things are going, get involved, get on the HOA board, attend the meetings, let people know how you feel about how money's being handled, repairs are being handled, whether or not they're addressing issues that you're seeing when you're coming and going from your unit, you need to make sure you're involved. And if projects are coming up at that they're talking about, you need to see how far off the repairs are going to be. Are they 10 years off, five years off? Is the HOA investing money that you're putting in uh, to the HOA every month? Are they putting it aside and saving for those uh, repairs that are coming up? Are they investing the money properly? Um, because the rise of a homeowners association monthly due can be the demise of the value of the property that you are living in. Say, for instance, you purchase into a nice development and things seem to be going well. And then you see in the minutes that they're thinking that they need to replace the roofs on all of the buildings, okay? But they don't have enough money to do it. But it absolutely is necessary because they're wearing away and they're going to be leak. There's going to be leaks, and if there's leaks, that's going to devalue uh, the property that you're living in as a whole. And um, when the word gets out, people are not going to want to buy your unit um, because there's issues with the roofs, and no one wants to buy into a, a, a development that has leaky roofs. So they, uh, you see that they're starting to plan and get bids, but it's well outpacing what they have uh, saved. So then they're going to turn and look to you guys, whoever the owners are, to bridge the gap. Um, and so if you have, say, a $350 a month HOA, and all of a sudden they're going to raise that, and this is an extreme example, I know, okay, it's an extreme example, um, they're looking to raise it $300. Now, $350 a month is not bad for an HOA, uh, especially in the Silicon Valley or in Northern California. But when you start heading up to $650 a month or $750 a month, 
when you get ready to sell your unit because you need to move on or you want to get into a single family home um, in a neighborhood where there is no HOA or you're looking to retire, whatever the reason is, if your HOA goes from 350 to 650, it's going to be really hard for you to sell your property because there's going to be other units that are available that are similar to yours and similar developments that have a much lower homeowners association due every month than yours. And what that'll do is force you to reduce the price of your property in order for people to swallow this $650 a month. So you're actually monitoring the value of your investment by being involved with the homeowners association. It's super duper important. I cannot stress that enough. Okay. Also, um, there is something called an FHA loan. That's Fair Housing Administration loans. If you're involved with your HOA, what you can do is you can lobby the HOA to apply to the federal government to get approval of your homeowners association to be FHA approved. Now, what does that mean? That means when somebody's looking to get a loan, that's FHA, in order to buy into the condo, uh, in order to buy into the development that has an HO, a homeowners association, it has to be approved by the Fair Housing Administration. If it is, that expands how many people can buy into your development. And the more people that can buy into your development means that you're maintaining your value over time. And, pe and, then, and then since there's more competition, that'll actually maybe even push the value up. So if you are involved in your in your HOA, make sure that the uh, community is FHA approved. It just makes everything stronger as far as value is concerned for the community that you're living in. All right, what other things? All right, make sure your HOA is planning for the future. Road repairs, roof repairs, replacements of garage doors, exterior paint, pool maintenance, clubhouse remodels. That's another healthy thing that an HOA should be doing. So if you're noticing over time, they're never talking about all of this in their meetings, and yet you're seeing uh, the uh, development start to decline, that's not a good sign and you should get involved because you absolutely can help make a change in the environment of the uh, uh, homeowners association uh, so that they're, they're doing things the right way. All right, uh, and again, it makes it easier for you to sell your property uh, in the future and not have people shy away. Because as I just said, I gave advice. Buyers are going to get advice not only from people like me, but there are other, maybe another realtor they may be working with. If if you're listing your house, uh, listing your condo for sale, they're going to be giving them advice uh, after they review these documents as to whether or not they should pull the trigger and, and go ahead and invest in your development. Now, last point, last pillar that I'm going to cover here. And that is for people who are getting ready to sell their property uh, that's part of a homeowners association. You need to provide buyers as part of your disclosure package, your homeowners association documents. Um, so you will need to contact the management company who is managing your HOA and request a seller's package. Now, they are go absolutely going to know what you're talking about because this is what they do every day and it's part of their, their job. And as soon as you say seller's package, they'll say, okay, um, we'll get that together. What that's going to uh, include is all the meeting notes, the articles of incorporation, the financial information, 
um, just everything that a buyer needs to know in order to make an informed decision when purchasing in a development with a homeowners association. Um, they usually charge an upfront fee, okay? So um, in a hot market, you definitely want to get this done, I would say, a week before your property goes on the market. In slower markets, you might be able to delay it a little bit, but I wouldn't go too long. And here's the issue. They can always update the package. So for instance, in a slower market where it may take 45 or 60 days to get um, a property sold, um, uh, even though the package is there, there may be a couple of meetings that happen uh, before the property gets sold and there might need to be an update to um, the documentation, but that's okay. They can take care of it. Um, but it's better to be prepared than ill-prepared because the last thing you want is for somebody to come in who's really interested in the property and then have them request to see the homeowners association documentation so they can make a review before they buy or write an offer uh, and then you be scrambling because these things can take sometimes up to a week to 10 days to get. Um, and what you want is you want to be able to look at them. You want to know the lay of the land. And then what you also want is you want the buyer to have all that information before they write the offer because this way the offer is more solid. They're not going to get information later on that could pot potentially change their mind. They've seen as much as possible. And this is just another helpful tip for sellers, okay? This is a bonus, baby. All right, how do we do this? What are we going to do? Uh, yeah, bonus baby time. All right, bonus for sellers. Have your inspections done before you put your house on the market. When somebody writes an offer, you want them to have as much information as possible, the good and the bad. This way, they can incorporate this information into the decision-making process of how much money they're going to offer you. And then there's less negotiations later on because they know what the issues are. They've planned for it up front in how they write their offer or request for repairs. So everybody's on the same page early in the process. Just makes it smoother, okay? So that was your bonus baby for today. All right, so these HOA packages costs anywhere from $300 to $400. Um, and so just be prepared as the uh, for that as a cost of selling when you live in a development with a homeowners association. And again, try to make sure you uh, investigate this as soon as possible. If you're thinking about selling and you're coming to a decision like, yes, I'm going to make the sale, go ahead and contact your homeowners association and ask them how long does it take to get a seller's package put together and how much does it cost? You will be a superstar for yourself in getting this done. It's just one more thing and a long list to check off in the project that's called home sales. So I hope this has been very helpful to you. Don't be afraid of it. Don't procrastinate it. Embrace it. Accept it. Jump into it. Um, if you're buying, don't go into it, take it easy on yourself. Look, look for the stuff that you're curious about and then expand from there. Um, if you're a seller, find out ahead of time what you need to do in order to get this information to a potential buyer. And if you live in, uh, 
development with a homeowners association, watch what they are doing. Make sure it makes sense to you. And if it doesn't, get involved. Uh, you absolutely have the power to do so. All right. So if you have any questions, though, the specific that I didn't cover in this uh, episode, give me a call directly at 408-472-0817. Again, 408-472-0817. I'm always happy to help. And if you have any other questions related to real estate, whether you're looking to buy or sell or maybe some maintenance tips or upgrades that you might want to do before you put your property on the market or how to get prepared to buy, call me, call me, call me, call me. I want to help. It's not a bother. People think, oh, I don't want to bother him. You're not bothering me. I'm here to help. I'm here to serve. That's how we love each other is by serving one another. And that's what I'm here to do to help. So I'm going to leave you with this. Um, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Joshua 1.9. And don't forget, you can find me on Apple Podcasts, my website, goodpatriotrealty.com, um, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. And I would love uh, for you to share this out with anybody that you think it would be helpful to. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next week on another episode of The Real Estate Connections. Sponsored by Good Patriot Realty, a salute to homeownership, California DRE number 01700019. This has been The Real Estate Connection with Realtor and Certified Probate and Real Estate Specialist, Stephen Thayard. Licensed Cal DRE number 01700019. For more information on this program, visit realestateconnectionradio.com. To contact Stephen directly, call 408-472-0817 or email info at realestateconnectionradio.com. And be sure to tune in next week at this time for The Real Estate Connection.